This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Brian, let's take a look at this Detroit Lions defense. We talked about the offense yesterday. Um, When you look at the defense, there's a lot to really like about what Detroit does. Um, I'll tell you, one of the things that I came away with was I I think this is going to be a day where if you want to throw some misdirection at this group, you'll have some success. Is that I felt like if you get Detroit going one way and and kind of – move the other direction, just get some misdirection yeah. and get that defense flown, that you're able to take advantage of some big plays. We saw Minnesota do it a couple times. We've seen Chicago do it in different points. Um, I, I think that misdirection is a big player, but this is a good defense, specifically also if you're talking about kind of between the numbers. I think if there's some vulnerability, it might be those outside corners, outside the go. numbers. Everything yeah. else in between the hashes is pretty damn good for them. No, Bobby, I think you're dead on with this one. I, I, it's an aggressive front seven, and they like to attack the line of scrimmage. Uh, they like to bring pressure from the secondary. I've seen the safeties blitz uh, at various times during games. It's actually pretty impressive what Aaron Glenn's been able to do with that safety group. I think this is the best safety group that they've played against this year. Uh, that wing linebackers um, as well. Um, I mean, I, I really do – now, you know, I say best safety group. You know, San Francisco's got good safeties as well. But I, I think Buffalo, okay. But I, I think these guys right here, when you start to talk about get if you get lazy with the football, these guys will ball hawk it. I mean, yeah. they've got some guys that can that get in position, they tackle well, they blitz. Um, you know, I, I mean I, I stand by that, you know, I, I'd say the best, and maybe one of the top three. I should have probably but I know watching the tape. Are definitely, hey, hey, Melifonu, Kirby Joseph, these are really good safeties. They're really good. They're really good safeties. And like I said, you get lazy throwing the football and think you can float one out there and them not get it. You're dead. You're dead wrong about that. They're going to play a lot of zone coverage. What's amazing about them, Bobby, is they've played zone coverage 67% of their snaps. They've only given up five touchdowns playing zone coverage this year. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's the third fewest in the National Football League, but you're going to get some blitz. They're going to blitz on third down. That's their big down to come on. They're going to give you the split safety stuff that we've seen before in the past. It's about 39% of that. And they have about a 55% pressure rate when it comes to five or more rushers. So, you know, they're getting after you. Aiden Hutchinson is a really good football player, you know, and so he's going to kind of be the guy that's that's going to be the, the bell cow of, of the group. But uh, the linebackers make plays, the safeties make plays. Uh, the nickel, you know, I, I think the nickel when you when you really really study what the you know with Brian Branch. I mean, we all love Brian Branch, the rookie really out of player. Alabama. He was a safety at Alabama, but he's playing as the nickel, and you know, and so all of a sudden he can cover, he can run, he can blitz. You know, they they they're going to see a lot of secondary pressure, and from you know from the safeties and the nickels I mentioned, you're going to see linebacker pressure too. But how can you not watch the dolphin tape and not try? You know what I'm saying? So the cornerbacks, as you mentioned, I think Cam, uh, Cameron Sutton's the guy I would go after. He's yep. number one in this game. I kind of feel like that he's a guy that gets a little lost in coverage when he has to play on the back end. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I, I think that's dead on. And and Branch specifically, let's let's talk a little bit more about him because he is such a flexible and a unique player, and I, I think can can be a a you know he's somebody who plays inside so much you know yeah. as pretty much that's a spot that Ceedee Lamb, who's played so much of his time in the slot, that could be one of the better players I think Lamb has seen in the slot this year. Yo, is Brian. Yeah, yeah I, there you go. I mean, now if you're talking me, about- I think this. This yeah. is a good day to keep CeeDee Lamb outside for me is that no, I, I, I no don't want to yeah. inside of I know he plays the majority of his snaps in the slot, but I'd like to keep him outside this game. Yeah, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely look at Lamb more on the outside and, and again, and try and get him on Sutton. Now in the number one, I, I just feel like that there's a struggle there. So, you know, it, it, again, it's about branch. The thing about that I worry most about the Detroit uh, defense I do worry about Aiden Hutchinson because I think he's a player. I think you have to block him through the echo of the whistle. He, he just the minute you let him go, and the play's still going, he gets more pressures and sacks by effort. And he, but he's a talented player. Don't get me wrong with the movement and all that. But like the the play's breaking down, the quarterback's running around. It's they're, he's holding the ball, holding the ball, holding the ball, and here comes Aiden Hutchinson, get a sack or get a, a pressure. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's 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 winning a lot of times because he's just outworking you to get to the football. Yeah, motor sacks, unbelievable. Yeah, that way. You're right. You're right. Now, what talk about what they have? Uh, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about the linebackers there. I know you, you mentioned Anzalone a little bit yesterday. Yeah. We can talk about him again uh, some more here in a sec. Um, and, and they they've got. Really good linebacker depth. Some of their guys behind even the starters are, are good contributors. Rodriguez yeah. is a good player, I think. Um, but when you look at what they provide on the defensive line interior, what kind of challenges is that going to present for Dallas in this game? Yeah, that's you know that's you're you're looking at a, a couple of Aiden Hutchinson. That I mentioned it, we'll, we'll see. You know, I mean, I mean how they how they choose to handle him. Uh, well, you know, John Kaminsky is a guy kind of a he plays opposite. Uh, he's not as talented. He's got straight ahead speed. He doesn't get much movement or not much wiggle. He plays hard all the time. He closes well the position. The power, you know, kind of a smart, savvy, kind of a flow to the game with the kind of a guy he is. Where they're inside, though, is Benito Jones and then Isaiah Bugs are the defensive tackles. And Jones is not the tallest guy. He's like 6'1", but he's super wide. These are 330-pound guys that they have playing inside. Yeah. So they do a lot of dirty work for the Lions. And these guys anchor down against double teams. They hustle. They got some sneaky speed, you know, moving along the line of scrimmage. Bugs is like Jones, I would say, massive guy. And he does a good job of keeping the feet moving, head down, and locate the football. So these guys both have some power and kind of be some hard guys to move. But what they like to do is they like to rush, they like to push the pocket and then bring a linebacker with them. So now you're kind of occupied trying to deal with all that. And then they're rushing, like you say, Angeloni uh, is uh, is one of these guys that, uh, that uh, you know, that he's you know, 26 pressures. You know, that's the second most pressures of any off-ball linebacker in, in the league. 
So, excuse me, not the second most. He's tied with the lead league uh, is with the pressure. I thought it was second. He's actually the first or tied for one with 26. So, here you go. Space player coverage. Got to account for this guy all, all, all the time. And they're, they're linebackers. Campbell. Barnes is coming back from an injury right now. Uh, he has had a shoulder injury, so he's missed some time. But he should be back this week. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good group of uh, defense with the exception of what they've got going at the corners. How big of a game or, or how important is it, especially when we talk about the linebackers and the way they kind of rush them and the different things they do, how big of a game or, or how important is it to see Tyler Biotish have a bounce back in this game specifically? Well, it's, it's huge for him. And, you know, we were talking about Deuce Vaughn and how much would do, you play Deuce Vaughn. In a group that really blitzes linebackers, are you trusting Deuce Vaughn to play in these games? Right. You know, that's, that's the biggest question you have to ask yourself with the activation of Deuce Vaughn. To me, to me, it's... In this game, it's almost worth it to try and find the roster spot. I'm just, you know, I, I just think you, having Malik Davis and having Pollard as blockers, I mean, yeah, you can get away. We saw a little bit of what happened with, uh, and I know I'm circling back. I'm sorry. I'm going to get to the center. No, no, but, you're good. But we saw we saw Hunter Lipke. There's been times where Hunter Lipke has been really good, and then there's times where Hunter, Hunter Lipke has been really bad. Yeah. And so how much do you really trust? You know, the one thing you can do is trust Davis. You can trust Pollard. You know, you, you could really trust Rico Dowdle. So I don't know how much I want to play Deuce Vaughn in this game, knowing if I'm if I'm Aaron Glenn and every time I see Deuce Vaughn on the field, I'm thinking I'm going to blitz because I'm thinking he can't pick it up. Yeah. You know, I think he's just, you know, maybe Dallas gets screen packages for him and they, you know, Dak gets the ball outside, but – you know, we'll see that. But you're the the thing. Yes, they need a bounce back game from Tyler Biotis. The previous four or five games, Tyler Biotis has played pretty well. Yeah, but he he was not good against the Dolphins. He just was not good, and so they need him with those big inside guys to be able to kind of to shoulder the load. All right, Brian. So uh, it is the Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor induction game. The Cowboys uh, obviously need to win out. They still need some help in order to win the NFC East. So. Uh, after taking a look at what the Lions have on offense and what they've got on defense and what's ahead of them, uh, what is your prediction for this game? Do you have a prediction Cowboys? first? I want, I'm interested to hear what you're. Gonna oh, say. are you? Are you? You're 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 trying to ride the fence, aren't you? So you're. No, I'm, I'm interested because I'm, I'm I'm really want to pick Dallas in this game. I know I picked Miami last week. I think there's going to be some difficult, but Dallas. We keep talking about Dallas at home. You know, Dallas is one of the. And if you if you listen and you believe in the Vegas, the models that they play. They've got Dallas winning this football game by by you know five points or so. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what you're going to say because I'm gonna I, I might I might go opposite you. I I believe in in the impact of Dallas at home. They they've scored yeah. no fewer than thirty points in every home game this year. The offense still hasn't put up thirty points one time on the road this year. Now they had forty against the Giants and thirty three against the Panthers, but there were defensive and special teams touchdowns, and the offense has not put up. 30 points in a row game this year. And 30 is the minimum they've put up in every home game. So I'm going to believe in the Cowboys to score 38 plus every single week when they're at home, regardless of the defense, regardless of the team, because it's just the way they play when they're there. So I've got the Cowboys in this one, 42 to 31. Ryan, Ooh. it is up to you now. It's up to me now. Mm-hmm. I've got the, I've got I, the, I think it's going to have a similar feel to it as the Seahawks game did. I, I kind of feel like, I think you're right there as well. I, I got Dallas winning this one, 30 to 24 is what I have here. So, uh, hopefully Dallas will not uh, uh, get subjected to a running game that just slams the ball at them the whole day, and they have no answers for that. But 
Their offense finds a way to get things done. I like the matchups on the outside with the receivers. I think you got to find a way to block these guys, and and they will. So Dallas those Dallas gets their thirty points, and Detroit gets their twenty four. So uh, uh, Dallas gets their eleventh victory, which uh, keeps them uh, active in playing for the following week against the Commanders. And then uh, your Mike McCarthy will have his eleventh victory, and then he could talk about playoff seating in the post game. And uh, they'll have won it for Jimmy Johnson, and that'll be the important thing. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.